This is the Financial Compass with Matthew Brunner from Comprehensive Planning Associates. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Matthew provides his clients and prospects with the information that they need regarding social security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now here is Matthew Brunner to help you find your financial direction. Hello and welcome to the Financial Compass. My name is Matthew Brunner from Comprehensive Planning Associates LTD or Compass. If you'd like more information about what you hear during today's show, give us a call 800-339-9252 or visit us online at compass-ltd.com. While you're at the website, scroll on down to the radio section of the page and you can check out past shows, subscribe to the program on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, and please don't hesitate to reach out to us with questions, set up a face-to-face or virtual meeting, or even suggest topics for future shows. Now, the kids and grandkids have gone back to school. I mean, fall is here, hear the bell. Uh, but football season's arrived, the smell of falls in the air, and for a lot of people, especially those who are already retired, it's time to start thinking about hitting the open road or jumping on a plane to do some exploring, some relaxing. Now, during today's show, we're going to chat about some of the perfect fall trips for retirees. Not, you know, 100% financial kind of topic, but important for those retirees. And But if you're not re- retired yet, you'll still pick up a lot of great tips during the show. Who knows, maybe hearing about how retirement provides the freedom to enjoy more travel will inspire you to get together with your financial services professional so you can tighten up your financial strategy, set your own retirement date, and get your plans for hitting the open road. But before we start talking about packing our bags, let me introduce the king of bagpacking, Tony Shore. I hope you aren't planning a permanent vacation anytime soon, though, Tony, are you? Uh, no, no, uh, definitely not. You're stuck with me, Matt. I mean, at least for the foreseeable future. As long as my voice holds out, that's what I always say. Uh, like a Band-Aid. Like a Band-Aid. <laughs> like a Band-Aid. Uh, I'm going to be bringing my noise to your show for a long time to come. <laughs> so I've I've been great, though, and I seriously, I look forward to the show each week, Matt. We have so much fun. Um, I have I, my joints and back are aching because I actually had to clear some trees from mm-hmm. our out of our backyard and our back hill this weekend. And I had to clean out the garage. So a lot of lifting, carrying, bending over. And I, I'm not a young pup anymore. Yeah, I, I did something similar. I milled a whole tree and then built a bridge. <laughs> now, not only do you always have to one-up me, but now you've milled the whole tree yourself and built a bridge out of it? It was so satisfying to take a tree, what well, was a tree, yep. mill it down into boards, yep. and then go build a bridge with it. And we did it in a long day, but we did it in a day. It was, we You're did not the joking. Prep, this we isn't did the a prep joke? work first. We, you know, got the rest of the stuff ready. No, it's not a joke. It was absolutely awesome. Wow. That's cool. Like <laughs> yeah. a walking bridge over a Creek or river. Or yeah. Something? We did it. We did this one as a pedestrian bridge. We, we, cool. I have four little bridges across the stream that run all the whole way through my property. And this is just, they're all, they were all busted up when I got this piece of land. And so I'm slowly rehabbing the property. And wow, this is the second neat. bridge I did. This one's pedestrian only. Oh, I like it. That's really, I mean, that's, that's huge. It's beefy for a pedestrian bridge, but 
you know, you could probably risk a snowmobile across it in the winter. We'll see. Wow. <laughs> I mean, that's reason you, you got it all completed. Yeah. Well, let's, let's celebrate. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. That, that sounds great. I, I certainly hope I wasn't trying to one up you. I was trying to. Well, you uh, more than empathize. one up me. Here I'm all like, I moved some stuff around in my garage. I cleared some brush and cut down the small tree. And you're like, I milled a tree and built a bridge. I was trying to <laughs> empathize. No, that's good. In fact, my grandfather had a grove uh, at our, a farm where I, my dad grew up there. My grandpa grew up there. I grew up there in a house across the lane. So, uh, but he has a, a grove of black walnut trees. And oh, so those he's, are beautiful. Does he yeah. get tons of the? He he uh, and he he has all the equipment. He mills them, and his entire house, every piece of trim, like the trim along the walls and the cupboards and yeah. the grandfather clock, everything, the chair rail in the dining room, all black walnut. And who comes and helps clean up if he's got all those trees? Who helps clean up the ground every year when all those things fall? All those uh, nuts fall. Does anybody help with that? Uh, well, my dad, I did. Oh, nice. Uh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. There's so many uses for those walnuts. Yep. Uh, there's a lot of them out there too, but black walnut trees are amazing. They're, and the they, be- yeah, they're beautiful wood. Well, the wood is just unbelievably beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We have a grandfather clock that my grandpa made out of black walnut that he milled himself from the grove. It's beautiful. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Yep. Well, hey, what about a topic today? I mean, uh, <laughs> let's talk about wood. Apparently, t- time to that. hit the road. Let's get, yeah, let's go back to traveling for the fall. I, I mean, and this is good. The trees, right? You know, like to me, being I, I'm a New England kid, right? So fall to me is all these changing leaves and the smell in the air, and you you know winter's coming. But today we're going to break this up into some travel categories. Well, let's start by let's look at Europe. How about that? Venturing to Europe in the fall, been. Very, for a long time, it's been popular for retirees because, you know, the summer tourist season's passed. Things are generally less busy. But, however, in addition to the traditional planning tasks, of course, this year, you're also going to need to be aware of some COVID-19 rules. There was an AARP article, What to Know About COVID-19 Rules and Travel to Europe This Fall. Some really terrific insights. First, uh, the continent's current COVID situation and its various rules for travelers. The biggest thing to remember According to CDC, guidelines are extremely fluid. They're changing nonstop. In late July, you know, CDC said Iceland was low risk. But by mid-August, Iceland had been moved to the highest risk category. So they're not recommending travel to those areas. Um, Depending on how you feel about these things will dictate what you do, right? So you should also note that as COVID numbers change in the United States, European countries may at any time temporarily ban American tourists. Uh, September 4th, Denmark banned all travel from the United States for those who are unvaccinated. So there, you know, things to keep in mind, regardless of where you're headed. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and you know, fall travel is, is popular. And even with COVID-19, a lot of people want to travel and, uh, but it is a bit of a gut punch, you know, trying to, if you wanted to go to Europe or a place like that, uh, some of the restrictions may prevent you from doing it. So, I think if any of our listeners are you know, really want to do that, uh, they, they're going to have to do some work before they do and look into it, right? Yeah, the name of the game here, Tony, flexibility. Sure. When, you be, you know, when you're booking the trip, do it with the idea that your plans could change at any time. Quite honestly, it's kind of a good thing to do no matter where you're traveling. It makes travel that much less uh, stressful, you know, whether it's circumstances here at, at home or in Europe. Uh, have a backup plan that allows you to shift your itinerary. Uh, you know, maybe uh, make a, when you're making a list, uh, which the things you'd like to see on your trip, uh, 
fill it with outdoor destinations instead of some, you know, in case some of those museums and historical sites are suddenly closed. Yeah, there you go. It's also important to note that if your trip's going to include multiple countries, you're going to need to prepare for rules and regulations that change from country to country, right? Yeah, like state to state here, right? They're going to be different everywhere. Right. Right? There's not one yeah. set of rules for all of Europe. It's, you know, there was a global data did a survey. It's an economic advisory firm. They One of the challenges of traveling in Europe, each of the country's continents has its own rules. So if Europe's part of your plans for this fall or winter, you may want to work closely with a travel professional who has a thorough understanding of traveling through these different European countries. It's not always... It, while it may be easy to go online and do some of the stuff that in this case, during these times, that might be one of your better ideas. Yeah, I think that's really good advice, uh, obviously. And, I, you know, uh, you've mentioned this before on the show, but I think this is probably a great time to bring up travel insurance, right? Oh, probably. Yeah. And but, you know, make sure you know what you're getting here. Yeah, It's designed to cushion you against canceled trip or help you cover unexpected medical expenses. Read the fine print. Make sure you understand what's explicitly spelled out in the policy before you purchase it go through it closely with a magnifying glass if you need to understand what qualifies as covered events you know when it comes to COVID-19 you or someone else named in the policy are only covered for the virus if it's named in the policy as a covered event or if you purchase a cancel for any reason plan and of course those are going to come with different costs yeah yeah that's true and so where does the law of uh, supply and demand fit into all this well the same way it fits into everything but it's still a good question <laughs> okay. you know you know you know it's slowly opened back up to visitors during the last several months so a yeah. lot of people have been eager to go so it's driven up costs for popular destinations like france greece especially italy uh, accordingly you may want to consider perhaps less prominent destinations yeah well, and you've been talking about Europe, focusing on traveling to Europe, which might not be realistic right now for a lot of folks. Um, maybe they don't want to deal with the COVID-19 travel restrictions. Uh, so they'd love hearing about something a little more manageable, closer to home. Closer to home. All right, let's get it. Let's get talking about that one. Um, there's the, the, another AARP article. There were eight beach towns perfect for fall getaways. Some great ideas about exciting fall trips. Uh, I don't think they did a great job of representing the entire country, but let's, let's let that lie for a second here. Sure. Uh, you know, hitting the beach in fall is ideal. Weather's still warm enough to dip your toes in the water, depending on where you're going, but the summer crowds have thinned out. You know, Newport Beach, California, that's one location a lot of people like to consider. It's only an hour from Los Angeles International Airport, um, which also means it's generally only an hour from L.A., so take that as you will. Uh, but it features eight miles of beach. You can bike, walk along the boardwalk. There's harbor cruises. You can go to the Balboa Fun Zone Ferris Wheel. It's also known for an outstanding variety of restaurants. Wow. Okay, that sounds good. I like that. How about a beach trip for people who also want to see fall colors? Besides the obvious, the most picturesque place in the world to see fall colors, like I already mentioned, which is New England. Yes. Here's one you don't hear about a lot. Harbor Springs, Michigan. Shout out to Harbor Springs, Michigan. Yeah. You can thank me later, Harbor Springs, but it may <laughs> just be the ticket for fo fall foliage fans. It's in northern Michigan's Little Traverse Bay. It's got, you know, 
beautiful, it's on Lake Michigan. So it's got the beaches there. It's got art, art galleries, antique stores. It's got a lot of hotels. It's got B and B's and it's got the tunnel of trees. It's a 20 mile drive along state highway 119 that takes you under these towering trees and onto bluffs that, that look down on Lake Michigan. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds like a place I'd like to see. I've heard, I've actually heard about that. I mean, Northern Michigan in the fall, uh, the colors I think would be spectacular. Uh, yeah. of course, as they are in new England, as they are in the North shore on superior and in, in Minnesota, where I'm from beautiful, right? Yeah. There are a bunch of second and third rank destinations besides oh, new England for false. <laughs> no. Super hurtful. No, tr- probably true. Probably true. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, hey, hey, let's go completely opposite than that. Let's just change. How about Florida's, Florida City's Panama Beach? Oh, yeah. Another great option. It, it's pristine water. There's plenty of swimming, snorkeling. There's St. Andrews State Park there. That's got 27 miles of sandy beaches. Wow. Well, as much as I enjoy checking out the changing leaves and the crisp fall weather, I have to admit that a fall beach trip to a, a still warm climate where I can still have the drinks with the little umbrellas in them, that sounds good too. <laughs> yeah, for most for most northerners, this is the best time to be down there because it's yes. not punishingly hot. Yes, you know, uh, but it's still way warmer than most people around there want to spend in the outdoors. So you have a little bit better uh, place to yourself. But yep. how about how about fall colors again, real quick? Now, here's another thing you don't hear about unless you're talking perhaps about our current president or you know uh, cast members from Parks and Rec. But Delaware, the Delaware has the Rehoboth Beach. It's less than three hours from Washington, D.C. It's become a prime spot for bike riders. If, you know, walking's more your speed, the area offers a mile-long boardwalk along the water and beach. Uh, You may have seen, you know, pictures of the president biking there not too long ago, even perhaps. Wow. Well, and being that close to Washington, D.C. means it would be easy to do a trip that includes Rehoboth Beach, and the long list of historical sites at the same time around the capital city. So that's a, that's a double whammy right there. Yeah. Hey, combining two vacations into one trip, that's a great way to save time and money. Um, I've, I'll stop talking about it. How about the beach in San Simeon, California? Oh, no, here's not for maybe what you expect. You can walk or swim at the beach. There's plenty of entertainment though, in the form of elephant seals who call it home in November. Males who weigh as much as 5,000 pounds hit the beach. Now, if you haven't seen this, it's pretty awesome. I had the chance to see this when I was younger. At certain points in the fall, as many as 15,000 seals may be enjoying the beach. Wow, that's huge. And and you know what? I've seen photos and videos of those seals hanging out on that beach, and it really is an amazing sight. I'd love to see it in person. And I think it's easy to see why that trip would especially appeal to you know, animal lovers and a great place to take the kids, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, and it, listen, it, if 15,000 barking seals aren't your thing, maybe that's more for the kids. How about South Padre Island in Texas? That might be perfect. Now, it is famous for spring break destination, but we're not going that time of year. We're talking about fall, and that brings a more leisurely pace to the area. There's sweeping views. There's beautiful beaches. There's abundant wildlife there. There's the South Padre Island Birding Nature Center and Alligator Sanctuary. There's a five-story tower. You can enjoy views of an incredible variety of seabirds. Texas has some of the most beautiful migratory bird watching in the country. It's a great place to go when, when the birds are moving. Um, there's also the South Padre Island Dolphin Research and Sea Life Nature Center. 
provides boat trips to see the area's large dolphin population. It's almost famous, uh, almost famous. It's also famous for its fall fishing. There's numerous charters designed to help you land well, tarpon, red snapper. You can even toss a line from one of the many fishing piers. You just want to make sure you have a, a visitor's permit while you're, while you're fishing. Well, you, sure. don't wanna, you don't want to end up on an episode <laughs> of one of those, you know, law shows <laughs> no. where you didn't have your permit. Cops. Yeah. Park rangers. Oh. Texas law or loan, whatever they are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Texas park rangers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. So yeah. And I like how you worked the name of my favorite movie in there. Almost famous. That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. My, my, my abs. What's never mind. I made a mistake and you, you pointed it out. So thank <laughs> you. You'll edit yours. You'll leave mine in. It's a wonderful life. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, the, I, what do you mean? Mine? I, there are no mistakes that I've made in this show. Not um, according to the finish version. <laughs> well, you know, you mentioned South Padre Island. I mean, that's a great destination, especially I think with again, grandkids, because it's easy to imagine how excited they're going to be to maybe jump on a boat and go see some dolphins. That's very cool. I like to do that. Uh, that's one thing I like to do when I visit Florida or, you know, uh, any, anything on the Gulf, I love to go out and see the dolphins. That's it's fun especially when they swim alongside the boat and jump around. Yeah. I mean, kids love that too. Uh, yeah. That's a good one. Now there's a, I don't want to, you know, I don't, I'm not getting paid by any of these municipalities, but Lake Habib in Flintstone, Maryland, maybe not as famous, uh, but it doesn't make it any less spectacular. It, there's a, there's a Rocky Gap state park. It's got three beaches, plenty of wow. beautiful blue water. Uh, there's, you know, fall foliage. There's plenty of space to canoe and hike. And a unlike a lot of the other locations, Lake Habib offers plenty of camping. It's got electrical hookups. It's got cabins. If you're 62 or older, get this, you can get a 50% discount Sunday through Thursday with this $10 golden age pass, which is available right at the park. Perfect wow. for retirees. Nice. So that's one of those ones, you know, if you're thinking of something like camping, great idea. Yeah. A lot of people like to pull the camper or get a tent and go camping in the fall. That's neat. Um, do you have one more fall beach destination before we take a break? One of my favorite places year round when I'm not home is nantucket we go there every year it's, oh, it's beautiful another terrific fall beach option beautiful you know the huge summer crowds have mostly gone home uh, the, the, nantucket's done a lot to keep you know people coming throughout the year but it's nothing like the middle of the summer sure hotel rates drop the vibe becomes way more mellow out there yeah, yeah. uh there's changing foliage the there's two dozen beach beaches with easy access you know, downtown is the old whaling port of Nantucket. Still got cobblestone streets. The restaurants are delicious. There's a, you know, a great, if you like, you know, some sort of different kind of tourism, there's the Cisco brewery, uh, distillery and winery right in oh, the middle of the nice. island, not yeah. from, from the beach. And they've, they've usually got live music and food trucks. It's a great spot. Um, I am intimately familiar with every inch of that island, and boy, is that a great place to get to. And if you haven't been ever, a fall is a great time to try it out. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, let's keep rolling here. I mean, we're looking at some great fall vacation ideas, uh, but, you know, don't worry if retirement's still a few years away. I think the, uh, the show is great for anybody looking to travel this fall. So uh, what do you have for us next? All right. A little bit. We talked a little bit about animals. We talked about outdoors. Here's a good way to combine the two. And uh, there's a, yet again, AARP article. Great resource for retired folks, right? Obviously. 11 wonderful national wildlife refuge. 
they, that's their uh, article, and it gives an excellent rundown. They often have affordable accommodation in some of these destinations, um, and you know the the crowds. Just like a lot of the national parks, they typically shrink in the fall when everybody isn't on summer vacation with their kids. Uh, so the first one they're going to talk about is the Kenai National Wildlife Refuge in Alaska, full of bear, moose, eagles. There's remarkable mountain views. It's huge, nearly 2 million acres. You'll see something new around every corner. Wow. Wow. Wow, that's cool. Uh, Bears, moose, and eagles, oh my, right? Uh, I mean, think about uh, how much of the advertising we see focuses on beaches and tropical sunshine, but I think it would be beautiful. And I'm struck by how many retirement age people I know who have Alaska at the top of their travel list too. I'm not. And I'll tell you why it's one Uh-oh. of the three. So one of the only three States I have left to go to. Okay. And I was employed a long time ago by a company that was headquartered there. And I still didn't even get there. Then it's one of those t- things that takes a little bit of time to get to, you know, it's not just uh, a three hour flight somewhere for a lot of people in this country. You got to, it takes a little more planning, but it is absolutely gorgeous. It's one of the last untouched, real, just wildernesses that exist in the U.S. But you said you're not, it's not at the top of your list? Oh, no, it doesn't surprise me. Why? Oh, it doesn't surprise you is what you're saying. No, my parents went, you know, I've seen every picture. I've watched every video. I am going there. I'd love to go before I retire. I'd love to take my kids. Yeah, you should. Before they're having their own, you know, I'd love to take that trip. I got close, but then this whole thing happened. We were going to do it two years ago, and then Mm. things got a little wacky, so. Um, but you know, Hey, maybe, maybe Alaska is too far away. Uh, but how about, um, the Billy Frank Jr. Nisqually National Wildlife Refuge in Washington, you know, same side of the country, a little closer, four miles of boardwalk trails, take you through the place where, you know, the, the, where the Nisqually river meets the Puget Sound. I say, you know, you don't know unless you looked it up. You'll see wetlands, riverbanks, tidal flats. There's lush forests, Mount Rainier, National parks to only just an over an hour away from there provide you with a second fantastic destination. Great spot to check out. Yeah, I mean, uh, I am familiar with that area, and the views of Mount Rainier are something you'll never forget. It's beautiful. Oh uh, yeah, that was my sister-in-law's uh, honeymoon. Oh they, wow, that's they cool. climbed Mount Rainier. <laughs> Gee, uh, yeah, interesting. <laughs> I looked at it from a distance, yeah, and that's tiring. Yeah, yeah, that was. I'm like, wow, the air is kind of. I need a nap. <laughs> but I didn't um, climb anything. <laughs> how about uh, moving down a little bit further? Humboldt Bay National Wildlife Refuge. That's oh. only 50 miles from Redwood National and State Parks. Uh, it's got completely distinct experience. You know, it's it, there's hundreds of thousands of birds. Again, we're talking like Texas is another one where a ton of birds come to in the winter. Birdwatchers Paradise. There's also free twice guided, uh, twice monthly guided walking tours. Wow. You should, you should also note that because of the enormous bird population, though, pets are not allowed in the refuge. They're not allowed in a lot of the wildlife That's refuges. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. You can't bring pets in. But uh, these trips you're talking about during this segment make me think, you know, of tranquility, a casual pace. And I think that's perfect for retirement and retirees, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, listen. Some people, maybe you want an action-packed retirement, but a lot of people had an action-packed career, you know, action-packed parenthood, and it's time <laughs> to just kick your feet up a little bit. And so some of those vacations where 
you take a vacation and you feel rested when you come back. Remember how many vacations you took as a parent where you felt like you needed a vacation after your vacation. A lot of these spots are where you'll truly feel rested once you come back. You know, you can actually get the actual word of recreation, recreation. You know, you kind of recreate, get that bo- your body back into nature the way it's supposed to be. Let's let's move a little further west. I got one or two more I want to talk about real. Colorado's Rocky Mountain Arsenal National Wildlife Refuge. It's so close to Denver, you can see the skyline, but it doesn't make you feel like you're in the city. There's 220 bison that call the refuge home. Wow. You, you know, there's an 11 mile wildlife drive and a full day of outdoor fun, followed by dinner at one of Denver's great restaurants. That's a pretty good, you know, a pretty good travel right there. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, we've talked about this on previous shows, but RVing is something that appeals to a lot of people, especially retirees. And some of these mountain destinations seem like the perfect spot for RV enthusiasts, right? Like Colorado oh. and Washington. And- oh my gosh. Yeah. Like, or how about Wyoming? Uh, National Elk Refuge. It's eight miles from Grand Teton National Park, 60 miles from Yellowstone, but it still provides its own unique experiences. There's huge population of pronghorns. That's the se- world's second fastest land animal, only behind the cheetah, by the way. How about wow. That? Wow. Wow. Uh, some uh, facts there. I like that. Oceans and mountains. It, it really is an amazing country. There's so much to see right here in the U.S., I think. Yeah, I'm going to give a plug. My last one I want to talk about. How about the Petit Manan National Refuge, Wildlife Refuge, right here in where I'm sitting right now in Maine? There's 64 islands along the coast as part, as part of this. There's also four mainland spots you can reach by car. Uh, it's 50 miles from legendary Acadia National Park. And while you're there, do you know what a puffin is, Tony? Oh, sure. Yeah, there's puffin. That's one of the, that's one of those. This is one of the spots where you can see populations of puffins in the wild, which if you don't know what these are, folks, they're like a cross between a cool penguin bird. and a toucan. Yeah, they're a really <laughs> cool bird. I've, I've seen it's one great. in a zoo. So that's yeah, they're, the they're awesome. They're goofy and cute. Yeah, they are. You know, they're just a they're just a strange and awesome looking little animal. One of those things that to catch in the wild is pretty sure. magical. All right. Well, hey, good show today. Uh, let's wrap it up. Why don't you let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you? Uh, maybe they want to get a strategy, a financial strategy in place that is going to include money for trips like these when they hit retirement or if they're in retirement. Your insight is amazing. I was going to say why they might want it was that very reason. So you already named it. How to get in touch with us? Give us a call, 800-339-9252. Visit us online at compass-ltd.com. Schedule an appointment. We can talk about the steps you need to take to put a plan in place so you can have some of these vacations in your retirement. Get a plan in place gives you the more, a much greater likelihood of being able to do these kind of things instead of worrying about where your next you know, plate of food's going to come from. You, you want to make sure your money's going to outlive you, not the other way around. Having a plan put in place is one way to do that. There's no cost. There's no obligation to that first sit down. Give us a call. That's complimentary. Again, it's 800-339-9252, or you can visit us online at compass-ltd.com. All right. Great show today, Matt. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of The Financial Compass with our host, Matthew Brunner. Thank you for listening to The Financial Compass. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Matthew Brunner at Comprehensive Planning Associates. Call 800-339-9252. 
or visit their website at compass-ltd.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Insurance products and services, fee-based financial planning, and investment advisory services are offered by Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD. Compass, a registered investment advisor in the state of Connecticut. Securities are offered by Gretchen Brunner and Matthew Brunner through Gradient Securities, LLC, Arden Hills, Minnesota, 866-991-1539. Member FINRA, SIPC. Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD, Compass, and Gradient Securities, LLC are not affiliated companies. Gradient Securities, LLC, and Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD, Compass are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency. Please refrain from posting reviews of your experience as this may be considered testimonials and are prohibited by the Securities and Exchange Commission, SEC. Like should not be considered a positive reflection of the investment advisory services offered by Gradient Securities, LLC, GS, and or their investment advisor representatives.